Baltimore, Maryland. Havoc. Chaos in the streets. This is Noxo. Case Files of Joshua Chambers. A crime drama set in the heinous world of the Dark Charmed Universe. Please tell me you have one of those things also, I asked Ramael as I stared down the being who I thought was Jason Stark. Ramael ignored me as he walked closely to the caravan of doom. I would be remiss if I didn't actually piss my pants again, but this whole situation was absolutely blood-curdling. Ramael manifested his angelic form. Kukumiel! The man that called himself Jason Stark was now an angel of death as Ramael was. He reflected on the name that Ramael had called him. That is a name I haven't used in a long time. Angel of the Second World, I am now Akabiel in the bite that you are. Eradicated from this earth as I sent you back to the abyss. You are misinformed, Watcher. I am not on the side of the Morning Star anymore. I seek reconciliation with the Master. A smirk came over Akabiel. So you're a traitor two times over. I'd like to think I can earn my way back home. At that moment, I felt pity for Ramiel. I knew what it's like to make a mistake and totally regret it afterwards. The only difference is that I didn't commit that mistake against the creator of all. Akibiel shook his head. No matter, brother. It is my aim to disappoint you. I will send you back to the abyss. I watched as Romeo manifested a scythe of his own. We are not brothers, at least not anymore. You cannot call yourself a reaper for what you did, just as I can't. But what did they do to you, Akibiel? I notice you don't have a scythe of your own. When we went to the Abyss, Heaven took our power from us, but didn't take our sides. When you rebelled, what happened to you that you had to steal Azrael's sight? This is getting redundant, if you beg my pardon. That's our target. Miranda Cudaviste pointed to me as her people leveled their guns. They pulled their triggers as a swarm of bullets all headed toward me. It was brutally efficient. No villainous diatribes, no explaining the plan. They wanted me dead and swiftly. I dove for a car and prepared for oblivion. Strange enough, with the sheer amount of gunfire, I didn't hear any ricochets or bullets cracking car parts. I peeked up from behind the car to see that Ramiel had robbed the bullets of their inertia and acceleration as they floated in midair. He moved the bullets around and sent those lethal projectiles back where they came from. Those bullets met SWAT armor but some of the 25s were killed. I fired my gun at Miranda Kudaviste and Vern Garvey as they regrouped behind the limousine. To my frustration, the limo was armor-plated. I could hear her turn toward Vern Garvey and shout in an angered panic. You're the scion of spells, Garvey. Can't you do something? But if I do, you will cripple our own ally and Mr. Stark. I don't care. I want Chambers dead. We've been so close. It was a bit unnerving to listen to their conversation, especially considering my fate was their topic. Because of the Highlander letter, I would have originally given Miranda the benefit of the doubt in her placement. Her husband and father-in-law were the monsters. Boy, was I wrong. 
she was just as nasty as they might have been, maybe worse. Trying to listen as much as possible to Kudaviste, Garvey lifted his arms and said something strange in another language that I couldn't place. The bullets fell to the ground, but I could see Ramael and Akibiel fall to their knees as if their power was weakened. Akibiel turned toward Kudabiste, betrayed but not unexpected. It was as if he was playing a part in a play. Something didn't add up. He lifted the scythe over his head and I saw it glowing, giving power to Akibiel. I didn't want to be around to see anymore and started to run to divert Kudabiste's forces from him. We were vastly outnumbered and outgunned. As I ran, I began to hear the sounds of steel clashing as I knew that Akibiel and Ramiel were in the throes of battle. I had no idea how much of a disadvantage Ramiel was under, but it looked like Ramiel was still holding his own. Until I saw the body of Ramiel fly through the wall I was running past. He was covered in blood, but it didn't look like his. I peeked inside the motel room he came through and saw that the people inside didn't survive that barrage of attack. Ramael clutched his scythe in his hands as he tried to swiftly get to his feet. He turned toward me. Take out Kulaviste. You take out her soldiers. What did they do to you? He looked down at his scythe. They robbed me of the little power I had. I need Pyros. I am not powerless, but I am losing faith power. I cannot channel it from the area of the spell. Can you die? I asked. Not entirely. Unless can. As it summoned, Akibiel air-dove onto Ramiel as the concrete on the ground crushed and crumbled beneath their blows. I knew if I opened fire on Akibiel, it would have been worthless, so all I could do was run. I felt like absolute dog shit leaving Ramiel behind, but what was I going to do? I had roughly 15 guys, not including Kudaviste and Garvey, coming after me. I could hear the sounds of people who didn't heed my warnings being blown away in their rooms. I was mortified, but I can't say that I didn't warn them. I had to try and do something. I went into my own version of Rambo mode. I hid within one of the rooms. I was lucky that this room was inhabited by a hunter, as rifle equipment and knives were nearby. I grabbed the knives in my hand and waited for some of the troops to come in. When they did, I struck from the shadows and eviscerated the throats of the two who came inside. Luckily, the hunter was one of those who heeded my warning and got the hell out of Dodge. He left his equipment there. The Joshua Chambers Weapon Fund thanked him for his contribution as I grabbed the rifle and locked and loaded. Their armor is going to help them a lot, but if I can just aim for sensitive parts like the neck and the joints... I didn't get the chance to hide anymore as more SWAT teams came through the door. I didn't have the rifle ready, so I had to use my pistol to shoot some in the throat and others in the knees, only to stab them later. Well, 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 I mumbled to myself as I saw one bit of armor that could fit me. Meanwhile, I could see Ramael getting in some licks to Akibiel, but something came to my attention very quickly. While Akibiel was being hurt, Ramiel looked like he was the only one affected. I could see that while Ramiel isn't having much problem, the host of his spirit was breaking down. In glimpses, I saw the young man peek through. He was bloody and battered. I had to stop the spell or die trying. I quickly put on the bloody armor, grabbed an automatic rifle as I slung the hunting rifle onto my back. 
I did my best to mimic what they were doing, until I saw Miranda Cudabiste walking around. She was carrying a strange knife, and Vern Garvey was nowhere to be found. She entered another room, and maybe in my hubris, I followed her with great relish. I removed my helmet. Freeze! Drop the strange cutlery or I'll put a barrage of bullets in you, I said as forcefully as possible. <laughs> I was wondering when you would get here, Miranda said as she turned around. She didn't seem surprised at all. But something threw me off about her. It happened in the office, but it was even stranger now. Her shape started to change into the woman that was with Vernon Slade in the video feed. At least that answered one mystery. But then she transformed into a raven-haired woman with tanned skin. I couldn't place her looks, because she had a lot of conflicting features like an amalgam of humanity. This wasn't Miranda Kudabiste at all. So the question was, where was she? And who was this in her place? The moment seemed to last forever amidst the sounds of war between Akebiel and Ramael. There were no new soldiers in here, as if they were making sure to keep their distance. Who are you? You're definitely not Miranda Cudaviste, I said as I raised my assault rifle to her. She shook her head in disappointment. You're the detective. I thought you might have figured it out by now. There's lots I haven't figured out yet, despite being targeted, shot, battered, bruised, and confused. But if you wouldn't mind enlightening me, I'd greatly appreciate it. She walked around me like a hunter towing its prey. I never let my guard down, but followed Oh, I've always been Miranda Cudaviste. But I was never Miranda Cunningham. The woman who married Warren Cudaviste Jr. was never the woman who fell in love with Joshua Highlander. I assumed her place when Cunningham tried her best to thwart Warren's plans. And what plans were they? Setting up the Ordo Vitalis foothold here in Baltimore, of course. She sat down as if I was never a threat to her. She twiddled the knife in her hands. But, like Atrabiel, I don't have allegiance to heaven or hell. That was a cutting remark, and it confused me to the core. She could see the confusion on my face, and started laughing at me. But now, a word from our sponsor! Hi everybody, this is Harry Carey here. And if you've had suffered from angina, you've got serious problems. You need to go to your doctor and get that checked out. You might be having a freaking heart attack. There's the number one killer from people from Texas have eaten too much hot sauce and beef. But I'm telling you this from personal experience, angina cannot kill you directly. And just go to your doctor and see if you can't get that figured out. I'm telling you, I did. Well, well actually I didn't because I'm dead now, but that's okay. This has been Harry Carey reported for your angina deeds. Thank you. Comes with. Before I could get in an explanation for why she was laughing, Akibiel crashed through the wall of the motel room. He was badly injured, but Remiel was nowhere to be found. The mysterious woman stood up in a panic. What's going on? I didn't waste any time as I unloaded my automatic rifle into Kudabiste and the prone watcher while getting out of the room. When I got out, I noticed that the black limousine and Vern Garvey had disappeared, and so was his spell of protection. 
Given a fighting chance, Remael was a far superior warrior as he knelt in the parking lot. Cudaviste screamed in anger. Damn him! knew! The bullets I put into her didn't seem to matter as they did nothing to her. Akibil got to his feet as swiftly as he could and addressed the woman. Liz, we need to retreat. Our secret's been revealed. We need to regroup. Akibil grabbed her into his arms and disappeared into a weird portal. There was a weird smell in my nostrils, but I couldn't quite place where it came from. I rushed out on my bad ankle to Remael. Remael, are you okay? What happened? I said to him, trying to console and comfort an angel of death. He looked up into my face. I could see the exhaustion. I could see the pain. And I could see the torment and frustration. Vern Garvey used them, as they tried to use him. Ramiel stood up. Where are the remaining troops? I gazed around, making sure that we were still okay. They left with Garvey. When he left, the protection spell went with him. Akibiel called Kudaviste Lilith, but that's not her name. Ramiel's eyes widened. He steadied himself on a car nearby as I stared at him. I'm guessing this is a bad development. It explains how Azrael's scythe ended up with Akabiel. Before he could explain what he meant by that, my heart jumped into my throat as I saw my wife's car barreling into the parking lot. She crashed into another car, but was going slow enough not to do any real damage. Horror streamed onto my face as I could see Karen was covered in blood. Fuck that damn ankle. I ran as fast as I could with the cast to get her. Even so that the cast broke under the pressure. I opened the car door as Karen opened her weary eyes. Jo Joshua. Karen, it's okay. I'm here. What happened? What? Then I noticed I didn't hear my son. She opened her eyes with exhausted tears flowing. Joshua. <laughs> it was a trap. They took Milo. <laughs> Who took Milo? Ordo. Vitalis. I gazed back to Romeo. Fuck. If they hurt one hair on his little head, they'll wish they'd never been born. In the full cast, you heard Captain Joshua Chambers, played by Dan Mac McCloskey, Detective Cole Jackson, and Sergeant Adam Chambers, played by Miguel Pedroza, Detective Vernon Slade, and Major Gerald Smith, played by Robert Hunter, Dr. Guff, Vern Garvey, and Sergeant Braden Devereaux, played by Danny Atwell, Calliope Matranga, and Sergeant Grady, played by Stacy Atwell, Zinberger Waitress, played by Elizabeth Higgins. Hot Topic Worker and David Bates, played by Max Hunter. Remiel the Angel, played by Justin Gregory. Detective Karen Chambers, played by Emily McAnulty. Miranda Kudaviste, played by Leland Bridges. And all other characters, played by Ferd Burfel. Special Effects by Zapsplat.com Creeping Death by Metallica Copyright 2022 Dark Charm Media all rights reserved. <laughs>